P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. And we're recording this week like on time. So hopefully yeah. we don't <laughs> say that nothing is going on and then immediately upon ending the recording have 9 million things yeah, blow up yeah, in our faces. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is much more timely, more relevant. There's lots to unpack. But we're excited because we have 49 reviews on our podcast and they're all five stars, I, I guess, I think. I don't or do you I, have any. Uh, yeah, I think they're all five stars. <laughs> Anyways, one of you lucky listeners could be the 50th person to give us a review for the podcast, which would be fantastic. Push us over into the next threshold, if you will. That's our goal. And also, fun factoid, for any of you who don't have iTunes and like struggle with wanting to leave us a review and needing to leave us a review, but not having a way to leave us a review, the secret is find yourself an Apple store go in and you can leave a review on any of their devices by just making up a username. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, there you go. I know what I'm doing this weekend, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's either we're going to leave our 50th or one of you will. So please save us from ourselves. Yes. And save save me from me, you know, like writing a very glowing review of myself and just leaving shade for Shelby <laughs> yeah. and then being like, wow, this person's so eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of awesome people, though, who are corresponding with us, we got an email from Luke Ooh. Chinman, who I believe has uh, written a review himself yes. already. So way to go. Five stars for you. <laughs> um, and he left us, uh, he sent us an email with his rankings of the Toy Story movies because oh. we asked for that we- <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I butchered it. <laughs> yeah, because Shelby's was so bad. <laughs> and so I'm just going to read the email and then we can discuss it. Okay. So he says, you asked and I will answer. My rankings from best to worst are... Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4, Toy Story 2, and Toy Story the original. Whoa! Hey, that's Which, kind of what I said. I have some qualms, but <laughs> these rankings are partly due to the fact that I haven't seen 1 and 2 in quite a while. <laughs> I would also like to say that I'm highly interested in both Matt and Shelby's Toy Story 5 propositions. Maybe more <laughs> interested in Matt's idea of meeting up with Andy in the future. So that's a point for me. <laughs> and also, Mad Max, I think it's you a- guys, it's a good idea. No, that was terrible. (laughs) And also, I think it's important to know that this movie does have emotional resonance because I literally cried throughout the entire movie. So many tears. Anyways, that's my little rant for the week. Um, (laughs) Did you cry during this, Shelby? No, I didn't. I did not. Which is saying something because you cried famously in (laughs) A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, and Five Feet Apart. So it's not like Yikes. it's hard to make me cry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the ranking here, I think, is fine. I had more issues with it, but then he said that he liked my Toy Story 5 ideas. <laughs> so now I'm being more gracious than easy, I normally yeah. would, probably. Yeah. I'm easy to um <laughs> to, <laughs> to get on way. your side. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Give him a single compliment. He's your best friend forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for sending this in. And yeah. if anybody else has emails that they want to send us with their Toy Story rankings or questions or other things, send them our way. We will address them on the podcast, which is so much fun. Yeah. 
And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, always having a good time at PS You're Wrong. Oh, yeah. Shelby was up to her great Photoshopping skills again this week. So you should <laughs> definitely be checking all of that out. Um, to go back to stuff that was we were discussing last week, are there any new developments on the Taylor Swift <laughs> saga of uh, her production company? Um, well, no. I mean, she doesn't have a production company, so or whatever. What's what's the <laughs> music group? What are the what's yeah, big she just, machine? Oh, big machine, big machine. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, called? she said her piece, and it's just kind of been, it's just kind of fizzled. I don't know. I mean. I don't know that she was looking for something to happen. Um, but hmm. if you really want a detailed breakdown, you can check out my other podcast, hashtag plug. It's at <laughs> Swiftish Podcast and we're all across the board. And it's a it's a it's a revelatory time. So it's very biased, I will say. <laughs> it's like the Fox News of Swiftish no, of Taylor Swift podcasts. <laughs> biased it's just we happen to be fans you know highly leaning in one direction (laughs) i'm i can point you in a couple episodes where we disagree (laughs) with where i disagree with taylor i guess so i'll uh i'll make a little i'll make a (laughs) block a little cheat sheet for us great (laughs) well i was surprised that you know clearly this was a move to try to win back her masters or buy them back from mm-hmm. scooter, scooter that's yeah. i think yeah well established and then she went on a frenzy of like liking all of these people's oh, posts yeah. on Shady. social media which yes also like riling everybody up oh, yeah but then she hasn't come out with like a big swing so i'm wondering if maybe something is going on behind the scenes where she's trying to like blackmail them and say <laughs> look if you don't release these i'm gonna send the hounds of war after you <laughs> they've already been sent yeah i mean chances are if anything's happening it's happening behind the scenes but also maybe she just wanted to say her piece and like make people think twice about scooter and drum up some conversation and and move on with her life you know maybe she just had to get it out cleanse so to speak you know i mean i was obviously initially not on taylor swift side of things and Mm -hmm. you know then was thinking it over but what really made me land on the side of scooter braun is that (laughs) sia came out in support of him (laughs) and sia is like a crazy uh, like animal rights activist and uh. and watch it and is also a huge fan of Survivor and <laughs> some years gives money to ca- castaways on Survivor if they don't eat the oh, chickens right. that they're given yeah. and so I was like well if Sia is an animal rights <laughs> activist and a, seemingly a very good person would she be hanging out with right. somebody who's a bad person mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know counterpoint ariana grande broke down at her concert again because she couldn't get through an emotional song about her emotional life and you know people are thinking maybe she should just cancel a tour that's giving her so much trauma but scooter won't let her so just something to think about what does that how does this have to do with i'm confused oh because ariana grande is his he, he represents ariana grande and he's famously kind of pushed his artists to to continue working even if they need a break like Justin Bieber and now Ariana Grande is just having meltdowns every night on stage and people are like wow she needs to quit but the rumor is that Scooter's like no you have to finish you know 
Well, what power does he have? If she didn't want to do it, she wouldn't have to do it. He's the manager! Look, there are plenty of musicians that cancel things all the friggin' time. It well, doesn't matter who is managing yeah. them. I mean, if you followed some... Lauren Hill, she cancels everything and shows up late. So I don't know who her manager is, but just there's some there's some there's some every story has has two sides, you know? Hmm. Interesting. But I mean, last week we also talked about the Little Mermaid casting. And oh, yeah. this week, there's an even bigger hubbub because they cast um, they cast Ariel, and she is not a white redhead from Denmark. So people are pretty upset. <laughs> I, I, like most of the world, was very confused when I saw the news that Halle Berry had been cast <laughs> as Ariel, only to find out that it's another person yeah. named what? Halle Bailey? Bailey, yeah. Halle yeah. Yeah. She's from so. the show Grownish, so I was familiar with her, but she also has like a small musical act with her twin sister. And I think they performed at like Coachella and stuff. So they've sort of been fringe stars for a while, but this is definitely her big her big moment. I think that they are on Beyonce's album. Oh like really? Cute. Yes. Oh. If I'm okay, if I'm remembering okay, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So did you have any strong feelings? Like really just air it out here, man. Like what did you think? Well, as a noted <laughs> racist, I was like, no, get the whites <laughs> Not in here. My um, no. I thought this was great and fine and who really cares, you know? Yeah. Like whatever yeah, it's like, the oh, same okay. thing when they cast um like a black person is hermione in the mm-hmm. harry potter and the cursed child i was like does this matter yeah. no but i think <laughs> that these fandoms have it in their mind like this there's only one exact way that this character is <laughs> yeah. and they can't see it outside of anything else which it's it's like okay it's 2019 and we're doing a re-envisioning of this fairy tale right uh, like was is it a part of the story really that she's a ginger not really <laughs> so for me it's not a big deal at all i was like yeah. whatever unfazed of course people are going to be upset by it but like who cares whatever in a week no one will remember <laughs> and then it will come out and she'll do a great job and everyone will be like yes queen this is what we always wanted yeah well and the complaint is like you're ruining my childhood and i'm like the the animated version still exists you know like if you just want a white mermaid you've got it you know like it's like that's what i don't get is when people feel so attacked that it's like taking something from them but it's just giving something to someone else so i'm more upset honestly about aquafina playing the seagull so like what's that about you know like why are we having a seagull like is it gonna be seagull size is it gonna be cgi like i mean it's gonna isn't there a seagull in the original no there is but i'm just saying like i have problems with these like live actions that stick too true to the source material because having a animated seagull talk is way funnier than watching a realistic seagull chat up a mermaid i just have real issues with that so (laughs) my issue coming back to all of this is why do we need this movie (laughs) so really when my level of care is so low the fact that we're casting a diverse ariel is not factoring in at all (laughs) yeah well what other news do you have 
Uh, well, the World Cup happened, and yes. I didn't watch any of it, didn't pay any attention <laughs> to it, and don't care about it. So there's that. <laughs> Thank you. An important update from Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And just wanted to make sure that people knew that it was a thing that that we are <laughs> that we know that there are, it's going on. We're just not talking well, who about won? it. I who think did the they US. play against? <laughs> no, not a clue. <laughs> did okay. you watch it? No, I didn't. But it was the U.S. Okay. and they won, so I know that much at least. So I'm a step above your water cooler moment. Well, I knew that too <laughs> that the U.S. won. I just didn't know who they played against. Did you know that? Um, Frantic googling. It. No. <laughs> No, but anyways, do you have a real story then that you care yes, about? Yes, yes, oh, okay, yes. Okay. I'm I'm much more invested in this story. Oh, no. The bottle cap challenge. <laughs> have you been following this? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it pop up. I just keep waiting for it to die down. But where's yours? You have to do it for the podcast socials. Are we doing that? No. Yeah, you that's, have to. Who am I going to get to record me to. with you this have bottle? You have roommates. You have a self-timer. You got to do it, okay? I believe in you. No. This is <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I saw Jason Statham's video before yeah. I knew it was a challenge and was yeah. just completely, my mind was blown. Oh, yeah. I love Jason Statham to begin with, and this was just uh, a whole nother level. He's mm-hmm. a transcendent being. Oh, yeah. Then I saw one of my friends do it on Instagram. And you know how like in Jason Statham's video, you can see the bottle cap like unscrewing and flying off. This girl 100% just like sat the bottle cap on top of the bottle completely (laughs) unscrewed and then sort of like kicked it off. And it was the dumbest thing. But she was trying to pass it off as if she was super cool. So then I was hounding through Instagram to look at all of these other versions of it. And I feel like Jason Statham's was the best that I had seen until Kendall Jenner did it on the back of a jet ski, which (laughs) was also pretty impressive. If you haven't seen that. Wow, I haven't seen that one. I saw Mariah Carey do it with a high note, which I think is fake, but clearly, but maybe she really does have that power. Like, I don't know. I don't want to unscrew things with her voice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When is Taylor Swift going to do it? (laughs) She doesn't participate. Actually, she did do the water bucket challenge. So maybe. But this isn't really raising money. So it's like, is it a challenge or is it just a... Is it just... Does it, I don't even know. Does it have to raise money to be a challenge? Because like the Tide (laughs) Pod challenge, I don't think was raising money for anything. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Or the Bird Box challenge. Well, I look forward to your video and I'll share it across all our social media and everyone will be so into it and it'll probably be even more impressive than the woman you saw on Instagram. So, Well, it would be hard to be less impressive. (laughs) If the bottle cap falls off, it would be more impressive. (laughs) Do you have any other stories for us? Well, I just, I'm really mesmerized by the character that is Gwyneth Paltrow. And so I just have an update on Goop, which is her, like, I don't know, her wellness and like, uh, uh, like company that, that touts like weird homeopathic, whatever. But she had this UK Goop summit um, where people, attendees paid (laughs) $5,700. to go and attend this summit where Gwyneth Paltrow would be there and you'd get tips on like how to hydrate with a sound bath, whatever that is. And like 
attend fireside chats with Twiggy and work out with Tracy Anderson. And people started to realize it was a total scam because the actress wasn't even like she didn't interact with any of them. She just stayed with her security and just like sat in a corner of the room. And then they found out that the hotel charged them $1,300 a night, even though the rooms start at $250 usually. (laughs) So they just got scammed by a celebrity just to attend this summit where she was supposed to be. And she was technically there, but all their dreams of like healing and, you know, Zen were lost in the in the realization that they've been scammed by someone who But here's the thing. Goop fans <laughs> are a crazy fandom. They're grown women and it's strange, but they are obsessed yeah. with that and that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. And you cannot tell me that if Taylor Swift said that she was having some kind of weird summit someplace <laughs> and was charging seventeen thousand dollars that not you go. and your podcast. I would well, definitely not go. I've already met Taylor, so like hashtag blessed. Like why would I bother, you know? Like Yeah, but what if you could do yoga with Taylor? Home? <laughs> I held Taylor Swift's cat, so I don't know how you could get more personal than that. You know what I'm saying? You would definitely pay that much to go to like a Big Brother casting audition. Oh, if if I had the chance of being <laughs> on the show, yes, 100%. Sign me up, please. <laughs> Even like if they made a Big Brother hotel experience like they did the Taco Bell hotel pop up, you would definitely go to that. Like Big what Brother is the or Taco Survivor. Taco Bell hotel pop up. They had like this Taco Bell themed hotel in like, I think in LA or something and it sold out instantly. I think it was just like a couple nights or something, but just Taco Bell You know what I'm really pissed off about that I just found out about today? (laughs) And this is a little teaser for our Stranger Things episode coming up shortly. (laughs) That they had a vending machine that just sold new Coke, the like weird (gasps) 80s version of Coke that was at a that was like two blocks away from my office on a work day i could have easily gone there and got one but they had it in may before the season even released i was like what so then i was trying to figure out if i could try new coke now and was scouting out like okay is there a vending machine is there something but you have to order it online you get two cans for 18 dollars plus shipping and handling (laughs) i was like i'm not gonna do this but But are you but but i was but i but i did have to think about it multiple times well but it's like a once in a lifetime experience So, jury's still out. I could still yeah. end up buying it. Yeah, no judgment. You know, do it for the science. I'd be more likely to do that than do the, uh, <laughs> what's it called? The bottle cap challenge. Oh, okay. Okay, well, either one. Send it my way. We'll get it across our socials for sure. Okay. Groovy. <laughs> That's not an 80s phrase, is it? <laughs> I think it's a little, I think it's <sighs> not. I think it's like. You know, it's close enough. It's close enough. Do you have have any other stories for us? (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess just on the Stranger Things front, um, uh, Netflix responded to criticisms of the amount of smoking in the show by saying that going forward, they're going to make sure there will be less smoking unless it's historical or factually accurate, which is sort of like, isn't it historically accurate to have a ton of chain smokers in an 80s show? But... People were sort of like, it's interesting that this is what Netflix is going to like 
give way to. They're like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Everyone knows smoking is so bad for you. It's it's touted throughout history and everyone knows it. But we're going to do this for you, even though they have a show that like has gotten huge you know, flack for its depiction of sexual assault and suicide with 13 reasons why. And then they just had insatiable, which was again, which is renewed for a second season, despite (laughs) horrid reviews. Exactly. So it's sort of like, okay, Netflix, thanks for doing the absolute bare minimum that no one actually cares about except whatever mommy group emailed them about it was there that much smoking in there i don't remember a lot of smoke who was smoking stranger things hopper is a chain smoker he is constantly smoking oh well yeah but he's also an alcoholic was there another (laughs) character that was smoking a lot it's not like Uh, any of the kids are smoking yeah no i think this is basically just hopper and like the doctors and stuff like the adults basically (laughs) i don't know man but they responded so Right, I mean, I'm sure Millie Bobby Brown was out smoking on the set. Like, I'm cool now. I have a cigarette. But that didn't make it into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. For 100%, she has a jewel. (laughs) But I'm excited to talk about Stranger Things on our our episode this week. So it'll be something to look forward to. Everyone needs to binge watch if they haven't already. I I mean, no. If you haven't seen all eight episodes at this point, like, I'm embarrassed for you. (laughs) <laughs> what were you doing this weekend? Yeah. Stop having a life, man. I was on vacation and I still finished it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's dedication. But do you have a love it or hate it? I do. So I guess I will go first then. Mm-hmm. And I saw Midsummer this past <laughs> week, which I think was the movie I was most excited for. Yeah coming out this entire year because it was the follow-up to Hereditary by Ari Aster, which was my favorite movie of last year. A phenomenal horror movie starring Tony Mm -hmm. Collette. This one, it's a horror movie, but it's set in Sweden during the like summer solstice, so it doesn't really get dark there. So the whole thing is set during the daylight. So it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be like this horror movie set during the day. And I did not love it as much as I loved Hereditary, but Mm -hmm. I still thought it was a fantastic movie. However, it is also very weird. Like, so weird. (laughs) Not quite at mother levels of weird, but getting there. And I can 100% (laughs) see people going and seeing it and being like, why did Matthew send me to this? This is ridiculous. (laughs) It makes no sense. And you know what? It's just very artistic. You have to go in with a very, like, this is artistic mindset. Yeah, I went and saw it too, so... Oh, be impressed! I know. Uh, uh, saw uh, that coming. Uh, <laughs> not me. What happened? Well, my husband wanted to see it, and I, I had read. I found the script leaked online, and I was like, <laughs> I was curious about the movie, so I was like, well, maybe I'll read the script, and that way I'll know if it's scary, and I'll be able to go into the movie knowing the scary parts already. So it actually worked really well. And it was interesting to have read the script and watch the movie happen. Because like, obviously, I I didn't have the same anxieties as like, you know, people who don't know what's happening or what's coming. But it was really cool to see it kind of build and kind of get to dig into the themes a little more. So I liked it more than I thought I would even just reading the script. And it is because it's so beautifully shot. And honestly, the cast is really great. And um, Florence does a great job in the role. And also, it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. So if anyone's on the fence about seeing it because it's too scary, I don't think it's... I don't... 
I don't think it is. But my husband, who likes scary movies and who loved Hereditary too, walked away feeling like it was creepier and grosser than Hereditary, which I thought was interesting because Hereditary has some weird gorish stuff in it. And it's like, it's like weird witch stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But it's for whatever reason, it's a little bit more straightforward. Mm -hmm. Hereditary is basically just like creepy cult. Yeah. In a way that's more this. This is also a cult, but like the rituals aren't things that at least I have ever been exposed to. So it was I wasn't able to like predict at all kind of like where it was going. And also this one is much more gruesome and gory, I think. And it's in the daylight where hereditary it's a dark, it's at night and it's also really gory, but in a different kind of way. The thing with midsummer is you sort of like, you can tell it's, you know that all of these people are going to end up dying and Mm. it's just, and it's not like a traditional horror movie where it's like, when are they going to die? Oh, something's going to jump out. It's like, you can see it coming and -hmm. it's just, you know that it's going to be grisly and it's like slowly (laughs) moving towards you. And that's the like fear part of it. So it's, there's really no jump scares. It's just lots of like, Oh my gosh, like they're going to do this. This is what they're going to do. Oh my (laughs) gosh. I can't watch it. Oh, they're doing it. It's pretty gross. There's some parts I definitely did not watch because I knew they were coming. So, (laughs) but there is also a lot of foreshadowing in both of those movies. So I feel like reading the script would make it more interesting watching it because you can kind of pick up on things that I wouldn't pick up on watching it for the first time. I would like see something I'd be I'd want to like nudge Rob and I'd be like "Uh, uh, that's gonna be important (laughs) and it was interesting too because obviously the script that leaked is a little bit different than the final piece like there were more scenes in it and kind of more Uh exposition and stuff so it was interesting having that in my back pocket so I uh I I have the I have the link to the um <laughs> the the script. If you guys, if you guys want it, but you didn't hear it here, you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> mm-hmm. just, just DM her on Instagram, yeah, and maybe she'll send it your way. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was a big week for movies because I saw Spider Man: Far From Home, which, mm. frankly, I wasn't like that into. Like, see, like trailer wise, like I thought it looked kind of weird, and I wasn't really into it, but. It was surprisingly good. Like it was it was really fun in the moment. Walking away, I realized I wish that they had done better by the Spider-Man character, which is so nerdy to say. And like I hate a lot of bros who say the same thing as if Spider-Man is their best friend. But I can see where like Spider-Man is meant to be like a man of the people and kind of like you know, he's like poor and he's just a clever dude who managed to get, who got superpowers and is trying his best to do good by him. And he has that whole like Uncle Ben storyline. Whereas this Peter really doesn't. And he's kind of always been just the jokester. And so that's like really fun energy. And Tom Holland does such a good job. And honestly, this movie had some of the best like action sequences because of the, because of the villain and stuff. There were just some really cool moments. And it has fun characters, but I kind of wish like it had taken itself more seriously as the follow up to Endgame because it's like a big deal, right? Like half the world had snapped and then come back and they were reeling from it. And then they lost Iron Man, who's like this huge 
figure in Tom's in Spider-Man's life. And it just seemed weird that he didn't acknowledge it as much as they could have. But did you see it? Yeah, I saw it with my dad. Yeah. And <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I mm-hmm. didn't love it. Yeah. I thought the first half was really good. And then there's a big turning point in the movie which that (laughs) scene I thought oh this is so fun and so amazing and then the back half of the movie I found sort of like bland and predictable yeah it was kind of hard to feel like you understood the motives for the villain yes and then this the fights didn't totally make sense necessarily yeah no it was confusing (laughs) but it was like an interesting idea I just wish I guess that maybe it had chosen what it wanted to be. Cause sometimes he would be sad about Tony Stark. Sometimes he was like, I just want to date this girl who I never actually addressed liking in any of the previous iterations of this. And I also really am just curious about what a world would look like after, you know, half the population snapped back five years later and they kind of joke about it. And like yeah. Aunt May is like running a homeless shelter now or whatever, which was interesting, but I kind of wanted more of that. Yes, I agree. I agree. I could have done with a whole movie that was focused on sort of the aftermath and then save the Jake Gyllenhaal plot line (laughs) for the third one. Yeah, exactly. Also, I don't understand what's going on with like the hot Aunt May, Marissa Tomei thing. That feels weird to me. And also (laughs) just on the teeth update, Zendaya (laughs) has like a strange front tooth. What? Yes, one of her front teeth is like doing something weird. And the way that she's like playing an awkward character in this, she keeps her mouth in a very strange position where like all <laughs> you can see is like the edge of this one tooth like sticking out of the top of her of her. Li- it's very weird. And I was fixated by it in all of her scenes. So. I love her. I bet she was so cute. And they tried so hard to make her look dorky, but you were also just like, man, we all know she's gorgeous. Like, yeah, that hair was rough. yeah oh but anyways some good options there just like quick power rankings how are you how would you rank the three spider-men between toby mcguire andrew garfield and tom holland yeah i guess and like the Um, actors playing it like right 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 i don't know i i really like tom holland and i like that he's so young and like believable as a teenager so i would say tom holland and then <laughs> toby mcguire and then i honestly already forgot his name. andrew garfield he's just so forgettable. andrew garfield's by far the worst yeah <laughs> i was debating with my sister about this is toby mcguire in the first one supposed to be yeah a he's high in school high school student? yeah there's that i was like he I think he's like a senior, but he's definitely in high school because they have a lunchroom scene where he's he spills oh, on yeah, the popular that's true. Drop. Yeah. For whatever reason, I was like, no, he wasn't in high school. He was in community yeah. college or something. Because oh, like halfway through, he switches. But like when he gets bitten and when Uncle Ben dies, I think he's in high he's school. He's in high still. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. There is that scene in the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Spider-Man was fine. It was, you know, about what I expected <laughs> from it. I thought it was going to be, I thought it was really taking me places. I thought it was like, oh my yeah. gosh, this is going to be like the second coming of, uh, what was the one I liked? Endgame. Yeah. And then it wasn't. It was <laughs> yeah. just the second coming Sorry. of an Ant-Man. 
<laughs> but we have more good things to talk about later this week when we give you a rundown of Stranger Things. So yes, keep a lookout for that. Yeah, it'll be coming out on Thursday. And until then, you can follow us on social media. We are at PSU Wrong on Instagram and Twitter. And otherwise, we will see you later this week. Bye, guys. Bye.